Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan William, your host. When we were each young, Christmas was probably about the excitement of the gifts that we were going to receive. And I would bet for each of us, there came a time when Christmas was transformed or the, or the meaning of Christmas was transformed when we gave a gift that was particularly meaningful to us and the joy we felt in in the person receiving that gift. I think for many people that comes when they become a parent and they, they start giving gifts to their children. Uh, for me, uh, the time when I first can remember that meaning of Christmas changing for me was when I was about 12 years old. And I was a Boy Scout um, and I did my Eagle Scout project. And for my project, we picked three uh, families that were needy and we uh, did a big drive for people to donate their cans, their aluminum cans and and their newspapers. And back then you could go donate those to recycling centers. And, and we saved up money from those drives of recycled materials and and then used that money to provide Christmas for for those needy families. And as a young boy, I remember how that transformed what what Christmas meant to me. I don't remember anything that I received that Christmas, but I vividly remember many of those gifts that we gave and, and how I felt uh, being able to be part of a, a project like that. So as businesses, how do we have that kind of grown-up Christmas, where where we can focus not on what we receive, but but what we can give. How do we make Christmas truly meaningful for ourselves, for our employees, and and the communities and and customers we serve by focusing on giving this holiday season? And I think this episode is going to air uh, just about a week before Christmas, and so I want to focus today on on giving back as businesses. And I want to start off by sharing a few stories of, of organizations and how they've given back. And that might get the wheels turning and help help give you some ideas of how your organization can give back. So there's a company called Dippin' Daisies. They sell apparel, footwear, and accessories. When the pandemic hit, the swimwear retailer repurposed some of its factories to produce and donate more than 5,000 masks to those in the medical field. Not only that, but when a customer buys a mask, they donate one to a first responder. The source for that is NetSuite. You've probably heard me talk about Tom's Shoes and their business model, where they give away one pair of shoes uh, to someone in need for every pair of shoes that someone buys. Great way to focus on giving and use it to also drive the business. Harold's Barbecue is a diner in Arkansas, and when COVID-19 hit, they helped serve up more than 2,500 sack lunches to truckers from U.S., Canada, and Mexico passing by their restaurant. When they started to run out of supplies, they turned to Facebook for help and asked the community for donations to help support their cause. The business owner said that they were flooded with food and financial donations. The source for this is Liquid Capital Blog. Another example of a business giving is Chewy. During the holidays last year, Chewy, a dog supply store, matched customers' purchase amounts for Giving Tuesday and donated up to $2 million in supplies to animal welfare organizations in need. 
uh, source USA Today. And notice how they focused on animal welfare organizations. Okay, so why is that so important? This is obviously a company that sells products to dog lovers. The, the people that, that are their ideal customers are extremely passionate about dogs. So they focus the giving on, on dogs, on animals, um, and, and combine the passion uh, of their customers with, with the giving initiative. Another example is Minted. During the holidays last year, for aprons purchased, 100% of the proceeds supported Every Mother Counts, an organization that helps with maternity care. The source for that was USA Today. Okay, so why do we do this as a business? We, we do this because, number one, it's the right thing to do. We give back. Businesses are an incredible vehicle for changing the world and our communities for good. So let's make sure we do that. Number two, they build loyalty. Uh, as we connect with our customers through this shared passion of these social causes, it builds loyalty with customers. And these customers who want to support the cause and causes that they're passionate about become more passionate about, passionate about our businesses as a result. Number three is it encourages purchases. Now, I know this isn't the reason that we should do it, but it's a natural result. For example, with Tom's shoes, right? You buy one, you get one free. More people are going to buy shoes. And, and I know people say, well, all you care about is money. But the reality is when Tom's shoes generates more money, they can do more good. So the concept is social entrepreneurship. And I actually taught this class for a couple semesters at a university. And business does not equal being evil. If business owners focus on using business as a vehicle to make a difference for good in the world, the funds that come in actually enable a much greater uh, good that can be done on, and on a much larger scale. So don't look at money as evil. Look at it as a chance to do a lot more good as entrepreneurs. Uh, the next reason why we should do this is it helps create a more healthy internal culture. Our teams are much more motivated when they feel like they're part of doing something good, when they're helping change the world and, and make our communities better. It gives them a sense of purpose. And finally, as businesses, we should feel a sense of responsibility for our communities and for our world. Our businesses only exist because of our communities, and we should be taking care of our communities. Um, our business isn't just to make a profit. As you know, our business is to give back, to do good, to make the world a better place. Okay, so how do we do this? Um, I recommend that we start off by finding our passion statements. And if you don't know how to find the highest level passion statements of your ideal customers, go download my free ebook at passionmarketing.com and go through those steps and find out the level 10 passions of your ideal customers. Then once you know those passions, find uh, causes and initiatives and projects that can support those passions. And once we find projects that are going to resonate with our ideal customers, sometimes it's really good to find organizations that are out there that are already doing a lot of the legwork. And we partner with those organizations so we don't have to do all of it. And sometimes they can do things a lot better than us and a lot more scale because that's not our focus. That those causes, those organizations might be local in our community or, or they may be global. It depends on, on our audience and the focus of our organization. 
So I know there's some people who will be listening to this and they will very much want to give back, but they won't be in a spot financially to do so. And and that's very understandable. We, we're still going through COVID and uh, I know that that's affected a lot of our organizations. But what I encourage us to do is if we can't give back financially, is there a way that we can empower our community to give back? Or is there a way we can give of our time or our employees' time? What what can we do? What good uh, can we do for the causes that we and our ideal customers care about? And, and that's our challenge for today is to focus this week on finding some way that we can each give back a little bit more. And I wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or whatever holiday you and your family celebrates.